We have a very informative show in store for us today, especially if you're an athlete or are interested in sports performance and looking great. It's time to make our fighting weight. Let's welcome lifestyle fitness guru, Kathy LeFrancois. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure, Mr. Adam. You're into bodybuilding. Um, you've been a perennial top 10 uh, athlete in the sport uh, and won a lot of first places that we'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, first, if you wouldn't mind, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into bodybuilding and fitness. It's been a really long time. Start, it was in my mind when I was probably 13 years old. Um, I've been a little girl that I got adopted and I was really kind of insecure. It took me, you know, um, kind of six years to start speaking. I was really kind, like really traumatized by bad stuff happened to me when I was a little baby. So I got adopted by my uncle in my hand and um, it's like I was by myself. I was like a kind of with them only. So I was kind of really looking for something, I guess, to get stronger and confident. You know, I was a research a lot, you know. I was passing a lot of time in my room and looking for who I was, what I wanted, you know, because I was, you know, when you're young, like, it doesn't look like you, sometimes parents do stuff at under two or around two, three years old. But you do remember everything. It's like it was yesterday. So, so it's very important sometimes that you start your kid very well, you know, and everything. So I was kind of lost. And um, one day I was cool. I started. I saw a guy at my class, and I saw he had like all the muscle in his arm, and I thought I was kind of special. And um, I was like asking question and asking him how he get that way and he started to tell me about how he did have those muscles so he was training at his house with the wheeler, you know, dumbbell and stuff like that and so me when I got home I was just like whoa how can I do this you know so I was taking some tomato scan and trying to do some bicep curl with this and it was kind of fun and uh, so I started to go to school, and the first time I saw this guy, he was uh, in my class, I was 13, and he had this muscle on his, his arm, and I was just like, wow, how do you get this way? It looked cool, you know? And he started telling me about, yeah, I trained my house with uh, weeder, dumbbell, and, and I was like, well, yeah, really? So that when I got home, I was like, oh, I can get this way. So I go to the kitchen and get some tomato scan and start doing some fly with it and shoulder and bicep curl. <laughs> it was working pretty good. So, <laughs> so I found later on, uh, he brought me a magazine with uh, a muscle girl on it. He was Corey Everson. He was a, the most beautiful woman in bodybuilding of all time. And I was like, wow, a girl can be this way. I'm going to be that way. I'm sure with this, I'm going to have attention, right? So he, he, we look at the magazine, start talking about everything. And later on, another guy that has these huge legs and calves. And I was following him like for two weeks. Like every time I was going for lunchtime, he was going to eat beside the house where, where I was going. 
And one day I told my best friend, I said, Isabel, you got to go check this guy. And now when she saw him, she's like, cat, it's my cousin. And I was like, yes, I got a reason to talk to him. So I got, you know, one day I, hey, I like, uh, the best friend of you, your cousin. And right away I asked him, why you have big legs like this? And he said, oh, because I do speed skating. So Monday I was on the highs, trying to do speed skating, and I got good right away. I've always been in a really, I love this sport. That's just what I was doing all the time. And um, later on, um, I started comp do competition with it. And my friend, he teach me about bodybuilding. He said, bring me three gold. Uh, no, bring me a gold. And I said, yes, okay, I will. And I did my, uh, my, my run, and then when I came back, I, I won three gold. So I was all exciting, and I got to school and was looking for him, and everybody was kind of looking me weird, and I'm like, what's going on? And I said, where's Steve? And everybody was kind of start crying that weekend he got killed by a drunk driver. So I never can have the chance to to tell him, to show him, you know. So it's like today when I compete, I still talk to him. You know, I my first step on on the stage, you know, some people talk with about God, please help me, but meet my my friend Steve, you know. I tell him this is your dream, make it happen. So that's where it all comes from. Mm -hmm. And I guess sometimes it's like I did it Ken, that was his dream, but I guess he's the one who kind of pushed me there, you know, because I, I never want to be a pro bodybuilder. When I turned pro, I didn't know you could turn pro. So people was like, oh, you just turned pro. I was like, what's going on? What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. so, so, and with time, I trained. I started three months after I started training. I did my first show. I was one of the girls that was posing good, nice routine. I was I was made to be doing this. It was just uh, easy for me. Of course, I did work hard and I did you know diet hard and train hard. And all my life, I always focused more on work than my career because I was not believe and still not believe about eat, sleep, and train, you know, you, we all need to pay a bill, right? So I always kind of, when I was in Canada, I have a clothing line store, supplement store, so I've been learned so much about the sport, when, because when I started, we didn't have any, you know, protein and stuff like that, we didn't, we have wheater protein, it was so awful, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we was taking amino acid, and that was, that was kind of funny, you know, to learn about all that and evaluate so much. It was just like, today it's kind of easy to get in shape, you know, with all the supplement we have, you know. Yeah, so, it's not a mystery anymore. Exactly. So I did bench press competition. I have a world record in bench press. I, I did a lot, you know, and at the same time working on the road and selling clothes and, you know, have the distribution of clothes and supplements. So I learned kind of the hard way, but today it's easy for me to tell people how to eat, how to be organized. It's easy because some people always kind of have an excuse like, oh, I 
I can't be in shape, I can't train because I'm on the road or I have kids or all that stuff. So I did a lot of work in my life, worked 24 hours sometimes to be able to deliver, get money from a client. So there's no excuse, you can do it. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, because um, you had mentioned the, uh, the bench pressing, do you happen to know Julie Melenfant? Uh, no. Oh, okay. She won the um, the silver medal for Canada in powerlifting. Um, she converted over to uh, mixed martial arts, our sport, and she fought for us. She fought uh, Sarah McMahon, who was uh, a medal winner for the United States in wrestling. And they fought in, um, I think we had that fight in uh, North Carolina or, uh, it's North Carolina. We had that fight. Anyway, when you said uh, bench pressing, I thought maybe you know Julie. She's a good friend and uh, she just... Who did she just bring down? Uh, uh, she just brought down a uh, someone from Quebec City to fight for us in Miami. Uh, I'll I'll have to get that name for you. But uh, so anyway, Julie's a great guy and a great gal, and she's taught me how to. Uh, she's she's given me a few uh, biohacks for uh, increasing my lean body mass to fat ratio. She's she's great. <laughs> so let let's talk about you a little bit. Um, in that you have. Um, You've won a lot of titles. You're a champion. Uh, you've won a lot of first places. Uh, you've won the Ms. Uh, International. You've won the New York Pro, the IFBB New York Women's Pro, IFBB New York Pro Bodybuilding and Bikini. You've won a lot of first places. What what is? It's amazing, first of all. And what is the secret? Not just in mindset, but nutritionally as well. You know, when you start to get ready for a show, you you really need to know that you going to work hard. You know, so you really need to be organized uh, because you know we all, most of them, you know, work, you know, and have a job. So there's no excuse. Like I said, no matter you work or do all that stuff, uh, you just need to make a plan. And or have somebody like me that give you the direction, so you can still focus on your work without have the stress, because the stress can kill you, shake, you know. So when you start, most of the time, when I like I start today, so yesterday I cleaned my kitchen, you know. There's no bad food here, so or now what I brought is just stuff that I can eat, so I can stay away of trouble. Um, you know, uh, it's very important that you have your goal first. You know, okay, you need, you want to know how you want to look like, or you know, like people want to lose weight, somebody want to get some muscle. Uh, you need to have an image because if you just turn, you just don't know where you're going. You're just gonna turn in cycle, and it make it easy to cheat and not follow your plan. So, but. Uh, like I said, you, you get organized at night, you prepare all your food, you, once a week you cook all your chicken, stuff like that, that you don't need to cook every meal because we're busy. So uh, you get a nice cooler, <laughs> you get really nice organized. And now it's, you need to sleep, you need, it's like when you start compete or you have a goal to get, uh, kids, you know, bodybuilding or fighter or anything, you got to do your job. For us, it's a job. To me, it is. It's not something just like, I'm going to do a diet just for fun. 
And when people say that, I'm like, oh, no way. No way I'm going to do this, all this just for fun, you know. <laughs> I prefer to be a bit more fat and be able to go to the beach and drink some beer like everybody. And then they say, okay, I'm doing this just for fun. This is no fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you say you have your goal. Yeah, so that's sort of the mindset, um, and then uh, then there there's a plan, a strategy to get you to that goal. Um, obviously, sleep. Uh, nutritionally, we know in the bodybuilding space, it's building up and then cutting. Is that how you do it? A lot of uh, people will bulk up and then cut up, or do you maintain your fighting weight, if you will, all throughout the year? Uh, to me, I never really try to get like bulk up, like they said, because uh, diet is really hard, uh, you know, like uh, you can diet normally for a show, it takes four or three months, and this is non-stop, you know, it's just you, you add, you start with some slow cardio, you boost it like maybe every five minutes, every week or month, depending on how, how far you are, and the food is the same thing, you don't start diet like Tomorrow, you just eat vegetable and protein. Uh, it would be too hard. Um, but you, you you start slow. You know, you add your cardio. You keep you you calm. And when you see that you're not losing anymore, now you start to clean your diet a little bit more. Uh, you add the vegetable, cut off a little bit the carb, or you don't cut the carb. People think you can just lose weight with with just eating protein. Uh, you, you you don't want to feel like you're on a hard diet. You want to feel happy to, to be able to get to the end, you know. Uh, so see if you kind of feel miserable the first week, you're going to be, it's going to be a long three months, you know. You're not going to have energy. You're going to have bad mood, you know. So you, you need to be happy. So you don't need to cut off right away, you know. You just start slow down, replace you know, the bad food with the good one, you know, oh. extra, and you still keep like a, a cheat meal once a week, and closer you get to the show, now you start to have a better cheat meal to the end that you start for the last month. Normally the last month you really keep like really low, your cardio is still high, your protein is high, so you don't lose the muscle and you eat a lot, a lot of vegetable, at least to fool your muscle and have some good vitamin, iron, and energy, you know. But you keep the car, we, we just play with them to keep them close when you're trying. Uh, but the bulk up stuff, is, it's kind of difficult because, you know, now you, sometimes you get too fat, you know, so that makes it harder for your diet, so it's better can you put maybe a, 10, 15 pounds, maybe 20, but like me and my career, I did those <laughs> crazy things, like after the show, I'm starting like crazy, and I put 20 pounds in three days, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I did this, and you're not feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of weight. Well, what are the essentials uh, then to nutrition? Well, what would be, say, the uh, the top three things you should do to uh, increase your lean body mass and at the same time decrease the fat? I would add cardio for sure, you know, and especially in the morning before your first meal. 
they start your day really good. Uh, you see a dear friend, like if I don't do my cardio in the morning, I feel kind of tired all day. It's like you feel heavy. But when you start by your cardio, it boosts your metabolism. The day is just so much better. Another uh, thing, your vitamin. It's very important that you bring all the vitamin because training like we do, it's not kind of normal. You know, we, you, the people, they work physically, same thing if you build house and stuff like that. You've been moving around more than somebody can work in their office. So all this need to be considered that what you got to bring to feel better, you know. So that's why the vitamin for me is something it's really, really important to bring. Um, I start with a bunch of vitamin and I still have my big, you know, box with all the supplement in it, the vitamin C, D, E, this is always there, the magnesium at night to sleep better, the zinc. I always have the basic vitamin, like I like uh, the powder vitamin, like, so you drink it, like I do we call that anavite from Gaspari, that's something I like to take. So I keep that uh, really high on my life. It probably helps because people when I tell them I'm 43, they're like, what? <laughs> you did not 43. You did yeah, not 43. Or you know, ask me out and I'm like, hey, I'm too old for you, girl. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like, we didn't know you were 43. We thought you was 26, 28. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so you look, you look young. Yeah, you do, you look young. Yeah, you don't look forty three. Yeah, and I feel like the, the food, but the, like I said, it's just uh, you stay away like of the milk stuff, like the you yeah the the, the cheese and stuff like that. If you want to eat something bad, you better go with sugar because the sugar you burn is very fast. The fat is so hard to lose. It's like all week you've been trying to lose the fat, and now Friday you're going to eat pizza, a bunch of cheese on, extra cheese, and now you like did all that hard work for nothing. But if you go turn around and you eat like a, a sorbet, like something sweet or candy or wigglish, stuff that fat-free, uh, you're going to burn in the day. You know? So you just do a cardio the day after or at night, and it's like it didn't count. <laughs> I, I hear the no dairy thing, but do you allow um, yogurts because uh, yogurts have the, the probiotics like, you know, the bifidus bacterium and the acidophilus. I ferment my own yogurt, so are you okay with yogurts? Like, I'm not talking about the junk stuff from the store. It's just like ice cream that they put all the sugar in. I'm talking about like a real yogurt. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I am okay for like if I teach you how to eat and have a balanced diet for the rest of your life, I would say yes, go ahead, you know, because you're not competing like me, you not don't want to be like one, two percent of fat, you know, you just want to be healthy, look good, you're not going to be as fat like uh, if you eat bad, bad stuff, but those things, it's more like a healthy favor to me that bring to your diet. Um, but if you you say, well, I, I have a show, I got a wedding, and this, I need to be in shape in one month or two, then you will stay away of it. That's it. It's, it's not good if you're looking to to cut, um, but it's it's an okay if you're just looking to sort of maintain. Is that am I hearing you correctly? 
Yes, when you start to like the way you are, you feel good, healthy, you want to keep it, that's why we call that a lifestyle diet. It's not a diet, it's, I don't believe in all those diet, protein diet, you, you, oh, you're not eating, you're drinking juice, those kind of things. Uh, you, you're going to do it for a week or two, and after that, you're going to look sick, first of all. Uh, you lost the weight too fast, and you don't look good. Uh, you look older. You, your skin, it's not, not processed fast enough, you know, and uh, you lose so much weight in one or two weeks. So I'm really not for that kind of diet. But the first time, like I said, some people want to lose kind of fat, I make them eat a lot still, you know, but just more clean. And if you say, oh, I like the way I look right now, you you keep that way. And you just have a cheat meal here and there. You have Christmas. You, you eat like everybody. You don't, you know, you don't need to suffer to have the being shape, you know. You just keep you, you got to keep yourself happy. On an average day, uh, what is, what what do you eat? What's your food? I get up in the morning, I do cardio at 5, and after that, my first meal is going to be like a couple of eggs, half a cup of oatmeal, and some fruits, can, an apple, can mix with dry resin, can mix all together, and cook all that together. I don't, you know, you got to make some meal that, that tastes good, because you want to eat, uh, to me it's hard to eat just uh, eggs white with your, nothing on it, you know, plain oatmeal, you know, that's not exciting to me, but I always kind of make some meal that look good and taste good. After that, three hours later, I'm going to have like a chicky patty with fruits or rice or yam, uh, fish with yam, I like a lot together, like tuna and yam. Some people that work in the on the road, they don't have microwave, it's a milk, and it's easy to prepare, and it's good cold, so, uh, man, I have a shake when I train, after, and chicken, rice, <laughs> it's always the same, kind of same thing, broccoli, asparagus, spinach, so, but you just need to kind of make some little milk that look good and tastes good, you don't need to eat everything plain. Where do you fall down uh, in terms of the whole paleo situation? I noticed that you mixed your chicken with your oatmeal, and for a lot of people who are, you know, um, on the paleo bandwagon, there would they would rather see you to be doing a lot of fish and good oils and uh, things that grow on trees, uh, you know, obviously all the vegetables, but they wouldn't want you to put a grain in with your meat because the, their philosophy is it'll, it'll knock you out of ketosis. They would much rather see you running on oil than glucose because it's a slow burner. Where do, you, where do you fall down on the whole paleo thing? You know, I don't really make a big deal about all that stuff. It's just like they are one way for me to lose weight. And, you know, I, and I did 50 show. I tried so many kind of diets high fat and low carb, high carb, a bunch of stuff. And the way I get in better shape when it's I'm just balanced uh, vegetable mixed with protein, 
I don't know where that comes from, you know, but I'm, you know, I will not research on that because I don't want to mess up my head and say like, oh, damn, I can't do this anymore. I'll for a show. Yeah. You know, one way that work and it's to be balanced, you know. <laughs> Follow your diet. And <laughs> you know what, I, what I've always said, Kathy, is um, like I, I used to go to this MD who was terribly out of weight, uh, out of shape. He was in horrible weight. And then I finally came to the point where I said, I am spending all this money to educate him on nutrition. And I finally had to find a doctor who I respected, who was in really good shape, because I just didn't respect this first MD, because he didn't know anything about nutrition. And it's almost like, in a way, you see all these people experimenting with diets because they want to be healthy, um, and we know that anti-aging is increasing our lean body mass, increasing our muscle, at the same time we're decreasing our fat, and obviously increasing our flexibility, and hydrating, and all the things that, that constitute good health. And so I tend to look to someone who has results. So if I see somebody who is fretting over everything they eat and they're all freaked out about it has to be exactly this diet, whether it's a vegan or a paleo person or a zone person and they're all freaked out and they look like junk, I tend to not listen to them. But if I see someone who's pretty jacked and they've got a great six-pack and they're vascular, they can run, they have great cardio, their skin looks good, I'm going to listen to what they're saying, what, what they eat. And it does seem to consistently come down to balance. Yeah. I agree with you. I'm the same way. Uh, that's how I start. I was, you know, I saw the gold gym. I was like, wow, now I can start training. I got inside and I, I told them I want to be a bodybuilder. They laugh at me. I was so skinny. <laughs> I looked like a pig, you know, I was really skinny, and they laughed, and I was just like, okay, so I'm like, that was a trainer at the gym, so I saw this guy in the gym, you know, on muscle, looking good, you know, and I go to him, and I say, hey, I want to look like you, <laughs> he kind of laughed too, but he said, yeah, you can do it, you know, I just, just start training. And I look at him training, and I remember the first time I did leg press, I put like nine plane on it, and they was all looking at me like, what the hell? She's so strong. But I wanted, you know, to me it was easy. I'm just, I, I guess because I did with the speed skating, I kind of touched the power. So because training, it's funny because when I train my people, it's the same thing. Uh, they start training and they're so weak. I'm like, why well, you can't push? And they're like, oh, it's so hard. But I'm like, you got like a power in your body. You have like a turbo. When you're going to know how this is work, you're going to be like pushing so hard with hard, like, whoa, expecting you can do this. So I teach him how to get that power, and when they got that, it's just like you can't stop them. And they go to one plate to eight plates, you know. So, but like you said, it, they, 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 they see somebody in shape, it really do help, you know. But sometimes you know, some people are really good genetic too, maybe they don't know nothing. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you have like great trainers, some people they're really good and they, they've been in shape in their life, they did show too, so they didn't, they do know, 
but they got so busy with a bunch of clients because sometimes they don't have that time for themselves anymore. But they, that's came to me, that's kind of a problem because they should take the time because it would, you know, I guess sometimes kind of, you can't say, oh, he's not in shape, but they're not in shape and be just over a little bit, <laughs> you know, you just, yeah, you're right on this. It's like to me, um, people, they, every time they talk to me, it's like they have this thing like, oh, I'm a personal trainer, and I'm like, okay, big deal. I'm like, I don't care why they try to kind of talk, like show off like their personal trainer. I, I, and I want to, <laughs> I tell Chrissy sometimes when people are going to go through, sometimes, are you a personal trainer? Whew, I get crazy. I don't like that word at all. It's just like, no, I'm not. I don't learn in a book. You know, I'm, because I see at the gym, they all doing this weird stuff, and most of the time they they look at what I do and turn around and show them what I do, but they show them wrong way because they have no clue what I you know they don't when if you never be training before, how can you teach somebody you know how to connect with their muscle? You yeah. know that's make the difference. You know. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of, uh, speaking of the exercise in the gym, um, do you have a philosophy? Like some people are short bursters. They they um, they're like the sprint from the sprinting camp where they're trying to work the white muscle, and they'll point to sprinters' bodies versus a marathoner's body. You know, like there's the kind of the chronic marathon type of exercising, um, and they say and they say that that actually becomes catabolic, and you actually your your body off its own muscle when you do a big long marathon or a triathlon they would rather see you sp like sprinting um, doing short bursts are you a short burster or a marathon type of exerciser no I'm not a marathon <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't but I figured I'd ask the question anyway yeah it also go together it's just like when you want to build muscle you you gotta rest a lot you know eat and rest you know that's the two key and if I start running, um, already I give a lot of, you know, pressure on my joint and everything. So uh, if I go run on top of that, I I think I won't make it. <laughs> I'm gonna be like like falling apart in a very short time. Uh, but you know, everybody have a different sport. You know, of course, uh, a runner will not train like I do. Uh, that won't be good for them. It's just going to slow them down. Uh, like same thing for a boxer. I can't make them train like me. They got to be fast. They, us, we will be a bit, you know, we heavier for, for, for to be a. You know, it's like when people ask me how much you weigh, they, um, they think I'm like maybe 125, but I'm 150. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, no, I'm 160, but if I'm 160, I go to the doctor, I'm considering like I'm obese, you know. Uh, I can't have insurance because they say I'm obese, so I got to lie about it. <laughs> you know? oh, that is funny. That is funny. Well, on your Facebook site, you're listed as a lifestyle fitness guru, so there's other elements to everything that you're doing, not just uh, 
not just the bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is, is certainly one element that's been very good to you, but you're also a lifestyle fitness guru. Can you tell us a little bit of, about that constitutes and what constitutes a good lifestyle? Um, yeah, like I say, uh, you need to be consistent. You got to have your goal. You got to make that uh, routine uh, one hour a day to go train. Don't need to be there seven days a week. Don't need to try two, three hours. It can be just 30 minutes and tense and you pay all your meal uh, with the work you do. If you're on the road, uh, make sure you know where to go eat or uh, maybe bring some protein shake and stuff gets, uh, you can do no matter you in a truck or at a hotel or something, you just need to be you know, consistent. Um, you got to be a normal person too. You know, we all have, um, you know, wife, husband, and children or something like that, the normal life we call. So you can be just a selfish person and just think about yourself. So sometimes just to have, you know, at the house, you know, if you have like cola, diet cola, you try to clean up a little bit everything you don't buy cake you just get you know fruits good stuff that they won't be overweight um, because now it's like you no know, diabetic it's a bunch of problem that start with you know from Canada parents you know they're the one you know run the house so um, you, you, it's really important that like you you, you don't want to be sick you got to eat right and there's no, nothing is going to change that, you know, there's no miracle pill, you, you got to do carb, you know, of course we have different metabolisms, everything, but the metabolism most of the time starts from when you were a kid, the way you start, you eat. If you are three years old already, we see a lot of little kids that are overweight right now and they're diabetic, a bunch of stuff that we never saw in the past, you know. I never saw that in Canada. You know, in Canada when I was there 14 years ago, in the gym maybe there's two, three people overweight, and here it's like two, three people in shape. It's like sad. It's like the food is not the same anymore. Myself, when I move over here in the U.S., my weight I put like uh, 10, 15 pounds and I got very heavy and I was like, what's going on? Um, I never did cardio in the past to do a show ever, uh, nothing. I just train and diet and here I start to do cardio, I didn't have a choice. So the, the food is not really, really good so we need to be more, you know, it's really important to start to look for quality food. Because it's really damaged us and a kid. It's sad. <laughs> you know what's going on right now, Kathy. This is what I tell everybody. I say at this point, if it's in a box, a can, a jar, don't even eat it because the food processing. I don't know about Canada, but the food processing in the United States has become a disgrace. Companies like Monsanto and all the big food processors are have been for a long time scientifically jacking the food to make you addicted. They uh, they addict they they use the uh, the fake flavors and the oils the bad oils the bad salts the sugars in a scientific way to make you want to keep eating more to trick your body 
they trick your body so you think you need more. Uh, I don't even shop in the center of the grocery store anymore. I stay on the periphery where all the fruit and vegetables are and the produce, and I try to find clean meat, you know, uh, fresh-caught, wild-caught fish. Um, I do dairy, but only if I ferment the dairy. I ferment the dairy, and I only do milk that's um, from grass-fed cows. Uh, I'm not doing any of that BGH or any of the antibiotics or pesticides or any of that carcinogenic nonsense. So, you know, I agree 100% with you that the situation's be it's become, uh, you know, we are now at code five, we're at a, it's a national emergency that medical system, again, I don't know about Canada, but in the states, the medical system is completely broken. It's starting to slowly get fixed a little bit, but it needs, it needs, um, what are those? What are those things you put on the patient's chests when they have a heart attack? The uh, that jumpstart the. Uh, that's what our. That's what our medical system needs, and it's going to start with real food. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, they make so much money now with medication, and that's one of the things we are surprised when I move here in U.S. The commercial pill for this, pill for that, and now they all say they kill you. <laughs> Kind of weird stuff, and I'm like, I never saw a commercial in Canada about, you know, medication. I never, never saw that at all. And here it's all day, uh, you know, depressive medication, you know, fat burner, <laughs> a bunch of stuff. Big pharma, big pharma, and they, uh, they write the checks, you know. They write the checks to big broadcast. They write the checks to, to Congress, and uh, and that's where the real money is. They're they're the they're a drug cartel. They're the largest drug cartel in the world, and they write the rules. They write the books for the hospitals, for goodness sakes. They write the books for the uh, medical schools. I mean, of course, doctors are going to go to pharmaceutical. That's what they've learned. I mean, it's it's amazing. But there is a grassroots movement. There's a groundswell. We're all learning about. Uh, you know, holistic health and taking care of our bodies, and like you say, you know, getting in shape and and not being obese. But the trick is not to blame ourselves because that's the big thing. Uh, people who are obese and overweight, are, they get to a certain point, they starve themselves, and they drop the weight, and then they put even more weight back on again, and they feel so guilty. And then after they try this six or seven different diets, and they keep getting worse, they blame themselves. And it's not them. It's the junk food, man. There's nothing in it. If you eat the right food, you'll stop having the sugar cravings. You'll stop having the yo-yo dieting. But it's it's a struggle. I'm still battling the sugar cravings, and uh, you know it's it's a it's an addiction like any other addiction. And and we don't have to feel badly about it. It's something we've been given since we were little kids. And it and they've shown the same neural pathways in the brain to cocaine and heroin as sugar. It's the same neural, the same kind of serotonin and dopamine dumps that you get, you get from eating sugar. And if you if you think you're not addicted to sugar, just give yourself a little test. Try to get off sugar for one or two weeks, and I mean get off sugar. Don't eat any sugar for one or two weeks. You see how you feel. You see if you're addicted or not. Your brain doesn't work right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm. Um sugar freak. All my, when I was a little kid, I was eating sugar for breakfast. It was just crazy. Um, but it's funny because I was skinny, 90, 95 pounds, and I was a bunch of salad on my legs and my butt. It was awful. And I was just like, well, I got all that crap, you know, just when I was a sugar freak. And it, it go away. It, it, do, it did go away after like, when I stopped eating really bad because I was getting like, you know, 
cake for breakfast and lunchtime. I, my dad was a cook at the school. And when I was going, he was giving me all good food and stuff like that. But I was asking my friend to get me two dessert. So when I was going sit down at the table, I was switched with her, and I was eating like two, three sugar pie, you know, not, and I was hyperactive like uh, crazy. Um, I could, I was all the time move, all the time. I was just uh, making noise, to eat my pants, and just out of the control. <laughs> I don't do this anymore. And the sugar really messed you up. You're right on that, you know. Um, but you you cannot stop, but you just need to go with good sugar, like in the fruits. And that's why sometimes when people start diet, I'll just say, well, just eat two slides of pineapple every meal. Like they have this dessert, you know, something jello, sugar-free, uh, something just to kind of make you happy. And with time, less you eat the sugar, less you're going to want it. But you still need no choice, you know, it's, uh, your brain doesn't work, it's awful, you know, you get like a vegetable, it's just, uh, it's not, it's not a comfortable place to be, um, but uh, like I said, if it's fine, it's not as bad, then, of course, like if, <laughs> I have some, some fighter, and they was drinking this monster with the sugar on it, I was just like, whoa, that's a lot of, probably mess you up, <laughs> you know, just like, because you crash, because when I was a speed skater, same thing, before my run, you know, a long time ago, they was teaching you that the sugar was the energy, so we was like taking sugar in the bag, and you know, every time we was going and run, at night, I was just like, buzz on the sugar, I was feel really, really sick, and I sleep all night, <laughs> make you lazy, <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh, that's why today still have a lot of teaching to do to a lot of people, um, and in any sport, I think just my boxer and the fighter, the, the UFC, MMA, the, those people, um, they put so much hard work on them and on the hard way. So for the recently, I've been teaching a couple that they come stay my my place. I have a kind of camp, secret training. I'm all about the sport here and about how to teach people how to eat. And I got some good fighter that they said, you know, they need to lose like 15 pounds. And I'm like, no problem. Let's do this. And now they're eating and they tell me, Kathy, it's too much food, too much food. I got to lose weight. And I tell them, stop, eat what I said. So one of my last fighter, he normally lose like 10 pounds in the last week and they cut the food, cut the water, they go to sauna, they run, they like, that's just crazy. This is like, bang, <laughs> it's like a gun on your face, you know, before you go fight for a big, you know, world championship, you know what I mean? You can do this to your body. You take at least like a three day to just feel, you know, to re readdress your body, you know? Uh, if you can do that just in one night. And if they have too much food, they're gonna be more tired than have the good power energy. So last time, the guy did still couldn't listen to me and he said, 
uh, never feel that way ever. And he's been fighting for over 25 years. So the, it does work when you hit good and diet slow. You know, if now, if they have like a couple pounds overweight, but they just need to not drink or pass a meal, then they're going to be fine, you know. But they won't need to stop eating for three, four days. So um, the, this is something that people need to understand, that you got to eat to lose weight. You don't want to deplete your muscle. You want to keep your muscle full and lose the more weight you can by losing the fat and eating and do, you know, your cardio and everything. You know, so people weigh themselves after they run, after they, when they get up in the morning, they don't eat, they go run, and now they all deplete, they weigh themselves there. And after you have a, a meal, boom, you four pounds heavier. <laughs> you, you, can, you can do this, you know, just like the scale, that's not your friends, that's your enemy. I never weigh myself. I do just to see who I ask my client to weigh themselves because I want to know if they cheat because I know when they eat this way, what's going to happen. Most of the time, they don't lose any weight at all, but they lose a bunch of fat. Like I'm doing a lot of secret training here uh, in the morning and at night, and I've had a lot of girls. They're not bodybuilders. They're regular people, overweight. And I have my girl that, one girl, especially one of them, that she lost 15 pounds in three months, you know. But she's not tired. She eat a lot, and she's like so much energy that change her life. Uh, it's easy to diet when you know what to do. So many people think they got the starving themselves, like you said, you know. But no, you eat all the time. You can eat six, eight times. I get up at three o'clock to eat. <laughs> so it, eating makes you lose weight. But just you better eat the right thing. I have a friend. He's a very big guy. He's a fantastic guy. He's uh, probably six five, six six, but he's, you know, well, he was well into his three hundreds, probably, you know, three twenty or three thirty, and he's been white knuckling it just by calorie restriction, which is a, in my mind, is a disaster. It's a disaster. It's a recipe for failure because he feels he feels like um, he's you know being denied something. He feels you know it's brutal. Um, and yes, he's losing weight, but he's losing body mass. He's losing muscle. He's getting flabby, um, and it's eventually his hunger is going to come back with a vengeance, and his body is going to be like, "Oh my God, you're starving me!" And it's going to eat, and it's going to store more fat because it's been turned off all of its metabolism. I've been telling him eat ten meals a day, small little meals with lots of protein, lots of fiber, good oil, and don't deprive yourself of great healthy food, and you know, but he's he's in that world of calorie restriction, and he's going to have to learn himself because he's not making the adjustments. Yeah, and that's why I like you. You're pretty cool. You exactly the way I think. You like. <laughs> hey, by the way, for everybody at home, uh, you know, listening in, uh, I got to you know tell you a couple things. You know, uh, I mean. This has been a great conversation. We're talking with Kathy Lefrancois. She's a perennial top 10 bodybuilding finisher. She's a lifestyle fitness guru. She really knows what she's talking about. She has a lot of first place wins and a lot of really preeminent top contests. 
She really knows her stuff. And on top of that, she's really cute. So go check her out. Check her out. She has beautiful blue eyes, and she's uh, she's got these hypnotic blue eyes that just uh, burn holes in your head. And she's a great person. So I want to update everybody on who we're talking with here. <laughs> hey, Kat, you know, for people who want to find out more about um, what you're doing, and I understand, do you take um, clients to get them in shape? Do they have to live in Quebec City, or do you take um, nutritional clients to sort of coach them on nutrition um, via the web? Uh, by the way, I'm not in Quebec. I'm in California. Oh, you're in California now. I thought you were in Quebec City. I'm sorry. I moved here in 2000, so I've been here for 14 years now. So, um, but um, what are we talking about? <laughs> How do people get in touch with you if they want to? If they wanted to uh, start training, or if they want to learn more about nutrition and maybe be a client of yours, are you taking new clients? And and how would they? Uh, how would they do that? Yeah, I do this. I I do, you know, I do bodybuilding contest prep, um, but I'm more like to focus more on the people that really need me for their health, you know, uh, people that, you know, like uh, I'm working a lot with boxer right now and fighter, uh, I like to be there because those diet for bodybuilder is so really hard, you know, the last month is just not in the more your knowledge, it's more about them to be have a genetic, or, you know what I mean? It's just so difficult, and and I'm I'm able to deal deal with them, you know, because I've been there. But um, those people, to me, um, you know, they have a dream to be a pro bodybuilder. But for me, the dream to be healthy and look good and be able to function every day. And not be sick. It's more a better goal for myself. I like, you know, when I, I see people and they talk to their friend. They say like, Kathy, you changed your life, you know. And I feel, you know, I lost 50 pounds. I'm healthy. No more diabetes. No more, you know, pressure. And, you know, that's why I like to work with. You know, uh, it makes me happy to be that way. So you now I can, like, I have my gym at home, a private gym. It was for my for myself, you know. I train here with my trainer partner, and if I have anybody here, but now with time, I kind of it's, it's going to be time for me to retire soon, you know, one day, you know. So I gotta get myself ready for my retirement. So um, I'm like, what I have, what, who I am, and everything. So I thought about, you know, I gotta use my gym. So and I start training people here, and but I. One day, I, because myself, I want to stop bodybuilding, so I don't need to train as heavier and hitting as much. So I decided to do more physics class. Cause that's just something is a better fit for me because I always kind of, you know, okay, I, for some people, I'm really big, but I'm not compared to all the top 10 in Olympia. So it always kind of be a problem for me why I've never been much higher because I was too small but the thing is like I don't want to be a big girl I don't like it I like to be the way I am so but you know I'm the most popular woman bodybuilder and I'm the one that 
people want to look like, they, why they start, because they saw me. You know, I want to be comfortable still if I go to a grocery store, I don't have somebody ask me if I'm a boy or a girl. Yeah. <laughs> so just, uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to be making that mistake. You're all girl. <laughs> I get freaky, something like that. I'm like, Whoa, okay, this is uh, there's something wrong, right? <laughs> You're doing great there, believe me. That's why I'm telling all my buddies to to tune in and go look and see. But you're also, you know, also like you have credibility because you've gone to the top, you've won, and you've made a lot of first place finishes. And your body mass is fantastic. And that's like the hard part. Like there's a lot of people who are really into this, but they can never quite get rid of that last bit of fat. And that's where the champions come in, that last 10%. And I know that it's not healthy to get down to really low body fat long term. That's not, that's not healthy either. Your body needs the fat. Um, you know, we want fat in our face, don't we? <laughs> we don't want to lose the body fat in our face. As a matter of fact, we inject fat into our face. That's how much we don't want to lose it in our face. So we don't want to get down to, you know, 4% body fat, but boy, it'd be nice to have a six-pack. It's, yeah. it's a good balance, you know? But if, if you diet slow, uh, your face won't have a hard time, like uh, some of the others, you know? If you lose fast, too fast, it's like your skin doesn't work right. But, and some people really diet really hard. They, they, you know, you need to drink a lot of water. Like I'm at like four to six liter a day, and I eat one, drink one at night. But you still need to, like I say, all the vitamins. That's why I bring them there to bring the good fat in myself because you know, uh, but. Again, you know, you, you want a good fat because sometimes you're going to take some, oh, we're going to eat some almond, I'm going to be fine. But if you eat the almond, you can get as lean. So that's why I bring the supplement there. Uh, but if you're not, you know, you don't need to be at 1-2% fat, I don't like to be there. I hate it. And when some people sometimes going to go on Facebook and see me on stage and they're like, ugh, that's disgusting. I'm like, right, right away, hey, I'm like this for two weeks because I don't like to be there. So, you know, some people like to be that way and they want to stay in our life, but I don't want to be there either. I don't want to be feeling crap every day and be mean to everybody because I, you know, don't feel good. So, but you can have a really nice, healthy shape to be just eating right, you know, bring cardio. You just need to see yourself where you're comfortable with, how many cardio you want to do a day. Some people are going to buy a, a treadmill to be able to do cardio before they go work. It's a good investment, you know, that makes you happy. And, and now people are like, oh, I don't like to do cardio, but you got to make your cardio fun. I, me, I got my phone there, and I watch Netflix, and I watch some program, like, because uh, a program, like, you know, some fun, you know, like Glee or dancing show, you know, I watch uh, the Star. I didn't like, yeah, small, those stuff is just like 40 minutes of cardio without a commercial, so. We have to get you, we have to get you on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> uh, Kathy, it has been a pleasure. Can you please tell uh, tell us, 
if we want to like um, find out more about you and see some of your pictures and some of your videos, can you tell us some of your web information and how people might contact you if, if they want to start getting coached by you? Yeah, it's um, I have CathyLeFrancois.com, uh, but people never remember my name, so I go with ProPowerCat.com. Will you do me a favor and spell that out? Sorry, I just uh, I want to make sure people because people will be writing it down. I want to make sure that they have a chance to actually write it down. That's uh, P R O P O W E R C A T dot com. Pro Power Cut. Pro Power Cat. Okay. Oh, cat. Got you. Pro Power Cat. Yeah, that's Pro Power Cat dot com. That's Pro Power Cat dot com. Also, and uh, you know, just if you punch her name or that into Google, you're going to get a lot of results. And uh, you know, one of the reasons I do this show is because I get to talk people, talk to people I really look up to and I want to learn from. You've been so generous with your time. And uh, whereabouts in California are you? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I used to live in Burbank, and what a great. What a great uh, bodybuilding culture art there. I used to love to go and rollerblade down there in Muscle Beach in Santa Monica and get, get motivated by looking at these people. It's true, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I love California. I'm jealous that you get to live out there. Next time when you come over here, you got to step to my gym. I'd love to. In the meantime, happy <laughs> Francois. Let's sing your last name. Uh, no, not much to say my name right over here. <laughs> Did I get it right? That's fine. Is that good? Yes. Ah, good, good, good. Thank you, you were you were just charming, and thank you so much for spending all this time with us. Such a pleasure. That was great. Bye bye. Au revoir. Bye. For our full schedule of fights on the NBC Sports Network, CW, and ABC affiliates, visit UnitedFightAlliance.com. United Fight Alliance. United, we fight.